0: Oh, hey, OBJ, how you doing? Crossy Posse Packer Nation, welcome an episode of podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host Tom. It's like Matthew Stafford was back in Detroit, Grassy, And today we are going to be breaking down the Green Bay Packers' victory over the LA Rams, 36 to 28. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have I'm Tom Brady and I won the Super Bowl last year. Want to see me do it again? No, we got Christian Martinez and that one gamer 141. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Edwin Flores and Megaskins fan one. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So the Green Bay Packers uh were not really favored in this game, considering all the injuries that they have had. You know, lost to the Vikings last week. Rams, though they were struggling and lost their last two coming off a bye. And oh boy, did the Green Bay Packers win this football game with huge playoff implications because whoever lost this game was probably going to say goodbye to the number one overall seed because you still have the Cardinals that are hanging around, you still have the Buccaneers that are hanging around, and even the Cowboys who are hanging around. And this was a game that the Packers needed to win. Week before their bye week, they're banged up, and thankfully guys like Rashawn Gary, Alan Lazard, and Aaron Jones played. While Aaron Jones and Alan Lazard weren't really difference makers here, Rashawn Gary was big time, but we'll talk about that momentarily. With the Packers able to pull off another, another gritty win, this time at home, they have five games left in the season, Three out of the five are at home. So the Packers kind of just have their destiny in front of them. They just need the Cardinals to lose one time to potentially regain that number one seed. But again, we'll talk about that. Focusing on what the Packers did on offense first. Rodgers, 28 for 45, 307 yards, two touchdowns, and a rushing TD. Broken toe who? And even though, you know, Rodgers was limping off the field at some points, he was able to get done. He's going to explore some treatments over the bye week. He said that he would not get surgery if it was going to force him to miss time. Was also only sacked one time. In his postgame, he said he gave Yashin even a huge hug because he didn't have to think about his blind side. That's how well of a job he did. Of course, Elton Jenkins out for the year, and David Bakhtiari still not playing. So Rodgers had a pretty darn good day. Dylan 20 for 69, nice, and 5 for 21 in terms of reception. Also had a receiving touchdown. A.J. Dillon was a beast today. Aaron Jones who a lot of people didn't think was going to play considering he was fighting that injury. 10 for 23, so not a whole lot from Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams, 8 for 104 yards. Cobb, 4 catches, 95 yards, 1 touchdown. Unfortunately, was taken out after halftime with a groin injury. Hopefully nothing too serious and he's able to recover during the bye week. Randall Cobb also was returning punts and unfortunately fumbled and our special teams in the first half was abysmal. Continued to be bad. MVS, by the way, also uh, catching for about 50 yards. But let's focus on the defense real quick. Shut out the Rams, the first and the third quarter. Had two sacks on the day, including a forced fumble on that sack. You had one pick six by Rasul Douglas. He had one bad play where he got blown away by OBJ. Completely blown coverage. But Rasul Douglas was all over the field not only had the pick six, broke up a bunch of plays, and on top of that, almost had another interception. In total, he had four passes defended on the day. Rasul Douglas with the game-winning interception against Arizona, Yeah, proving to be an excellent, excellent pickup. Chris Barnes all over the place as well, had seven solo tackles and one pass defended. We talked about Rashawn Gary coming back. Rashawn and Preston Smith both looked excellent today, as well as Kenny Clark. You had Eric Stokes, who also had a pretty darn good game. He had a drop what would have been a pick six. But overall, this defense, though they let some big plays up, the Van Jefferson and OBJ played pretty darn well. Off that Randall Cobb football, the defense was put in a bad spot, and they were still able to hold the Rams to three, so lots of success there, and the special teams definitely cleaned some things up in the second half. Mason Crosby went three for four today, had one miss, and everyone was like, oh, send him to retirement, but seemed to forget all of the field goals he missed today. Again, consistency is a bit of an issue. Our long snapper is still not not really that great, but able to come away with a win. Um, most facets of the game. And just to take a look at it, time possession. Packers dominated. They basically dominated the entire first quarter, but time possession, 39 minutes and 40 seconds to 20 minutes and 20 seconds that the Rams had. So this was winning football in Lambeau. It was tough. It was gritty. And taking a look at the Rams, Stafford 21 for 38, 302 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. Could have been a whole lot more. Henderson, 16 for 55, 4 for 18, and a touchdown. Sonny Michelle only ran three times for 14 yards. Cooper Cup held under Hundred yards. That was the main game plan from Joe Barry, and oh boy, were they successful? Again, still got 96 yards, but it's keeping him out of the end zone. Jefferson three for 93 for a touchdown. The long that he had was 79, so that's where the bulk of his uh, yards came from. Beckham five for 81 in a touchdown, and he had a reception of 54 yards. So again, that's where the majority of it came from. So the honestly, the the entirety of the game, the Packers defense basically locked down the Rams, and they couldn't get a whole lot going. Played really damn. Good football the Rams are now sitting lost three in a row and their chances at getting the number one seed are going to be tough considering the Cardinals already beat them the Packers have now beaten them so they do not own those tiebreakers and that's rough but meanwhile you look at the Green Bay Packers who are sitting at nine and three they have swept the NFC West what was supposed to be the hardest division in football the Packers have done it taking care of business they are currently second in the NFC behind the Cardinals who need to lose at least one more game and the Packers need to win out for the Packers to clinch that number one seed. This bye week is so necessary for the Packers, considering all the injuries they've gone through. And after the bye, you start looking at maybe we get David Bakhtiari back sooner rather than later. Maybe Jair, who was practicing on the sideline last week, and maybe even Zadarius Smith. And in other news, you had the Vikings lose to the 49ers, so they dropped down to 5-6. and six. And at this point, with only five games left, we're starting to look at potentially playoff clinching scenarios here. So theoretically, The Packers could potentially clinch when they come back if they win against the Bears. But we'll see kind of where that uh, shakes out. In this game, you also saw Darnell Savage, who thankfully is okay. There was a dirty hit on the onside kick at the very end on the last play of the game. Thankfully, he's okay. He tweeted that he was okay. Also, you saw Aaron Donald uh, choking one of our offensive linemen. And there was no flag that was called there, but I guess that's cool. Maybe the NFL will take a look at that or, you know, maybe not. But I thought the Packers get all the calls. But as I said, the Packers, five games left, three of them at home, against some tough opponents, though, the Ravens and Browns that you saw tonight. I hope we get those teams exactly the way they played uh, when we played them uh, later on this season. But uh, by the way, that stream, if you were there, wee-wee. Wee-wee. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. I know that I'll be enjoying the bye week next week with some stressful... Free football. But let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossleyComedy.com or at TomGrossleyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossleyComedy and the YouTube members. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go back Go.